Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Richie Rich. And Richie Rich, this is a podcast about movies, about TV shows, about video games, which you probably already know that, don't you, Richie Rich? That yeah, because I can afford all that shit. Yeah, that fucking McDonald's you have in your basement, you. that the butlery service you have 24 right. hours a day, seven that's right. days a week. What else do you have that's, that's affordable to you that's not affordable My to the average person? Pole. Okay. So I can invite men or women over to come strip. Very nice. Uh, that's also that's not as much of a equal opportunity employer. No, that is an equal opportunity You're employer. Welcome. It's not much of a luxury as I would have imagined. What? Just, just, just a, a greased up pole where anybody could slide their butt cheeks on it. You know what? When you describe it that way, it definitely makes it sound like it's a bit of a luxury item. You're welcome. Thank uh, you. Yeah. No, there's I'm a poet. Def- definitely nothing that's not greased up that I wouldn't at least. Raise an eyebrow too, or at least put it in your mouth twice. Either or, yeah. No way, no way to, no way to like truly kill. Ryan, you've had a big old week, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? You've you've been you've been learning about currency conversions and shipping costs lot. and shipping prices and where Gavalgiumberg is and where I have no idea what you just said and I don't know anything about Trecha, that. Trechinskaya Serbia is and other mm. made up places that I came up with. Oh, is that what you did? Yep. Fuck. You had me. That's a third one. Gibraltar. That's a ridiculous name. Yeah, I've learned what 30 a, pounds is to America. <laughs> it's like $44 or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah. So doing band stuff and I've sent an album to uh, Serbia for review yep and to to Berg. you just made that up yep <laughs> um i found out that ups charges the fuck out of it they were like four hundred dollars and then usps was like fifteen dollars and i was like ups you can fuck off yep usps said fifteen dollars and we'll try and get it oh there. yeah i mean we'll try All day that is we not can't s- pro- we can't promise that's closer to my house too we'll try that's stupid <laughs> um i also when i was there i had to help a man up who fell um, on the ground felt at, really bad for him at the UPS store or the USPS USPS he yeah. fell down he's a guy who used to come into Lowe's uh, he is a foreign guy don't know where he's from he's got an accent you and he's also got a, him. Seen him. a poor sense of balance it seems like uh, I'm not even gonna go that way <laughs> I'm not even gonna he's a sweet man fair enough um, well and you're a sweet man for helping him up well I didn't want to leave the guy there I just looked over and then I heard I heard somebody go oh my god are you okay and then I walked over to him and I was like, well, I just can't get in my car and just drive off of this guy's laid out on the ground. Cause it took me a second to really realize what was going on. Cause I thought like, oh, this guy's just being a jokester laying here in the middle of the road. Like, yeah. where do you protest? Classic you prankster. Homeless, 
<laughs> and sure enough, I recognized him. He was bloodied up. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, so no. I opened the door for him, the first door. And I was like, man, maybe they got some napkins or something inside that you can get cleaned up. I'm sure they did. And they helped him out. He's, and from what I remember, whenever I, we worked at Lowe's, he was a sweet guy. Fair enough. Well, that was not as funny as I thought it was going to be. It reminds me of a time that we had a guy fall in the office who also... I think he had a leg brace. All of a sudden, he just fell, and I ran over there. And you like, made fun of him? Did you no, point and laugh? I picked him <laughs> up, off, I picked so him up off the floor. <laughs> Why are you saying that's so upset? I didn't touch this guy. He told me. He's like, can you help me up? Well, and I was like, pre- okay. This Well, this is pre-COVID time, so this is like 2016. I'm just weird about touching people whenever they don't want to be touched. I don't even know their boundaries. I think I'm just if like, you can't get off the floor, you probably are open to well, the suggestion at least. Tell me, and then I'll help you out. <laughs> If you don't tell me that I'm just going to let you lay there. Then I'm going to let you lay there. I'm yeah. going to spin you around one time. Because I'm weird it's... about people touching me. There was some lady at my work who touched my face. There was like hair on my face or that's, something from my mask. And she just like rubbed all over my face. And I was like, why are you doing this? No. Put your hands off my face. Yeah, I've been very, very fortunate. The fact that I have not had to interact with anybody in an office I'm setting. I'm going to touch the shit out of your very, face. I would not be happy with that. I know. <laughs> That's what I would do it. I think I think that one of the th- definite things that I hope that doesn't go away after COVID is people's respecting faces. Yeah. No, I hope that never comes back. But people respecting other people's physical boundaries and physical space. I would really like baseball to come back in full capacity. <laughs> And hockey hey, and we football. All, we all want different things, don't we? Yeah, you know, this is this is my dream. Um let me see what else. Um, so I was playing on some Barst uh Belgium DIY podcast. That was cool. That was today. That's fucking rad though. Yeah, they were really nice. I think around the 12 minute mark. Everybody's been really nice. You just go out there and you're just like, hey my here's our new single will you play it and a lot of people have been really good some people just ignore the shit out of you but they're probably just a little more famous and we've been spotlighted uh music press junkie spotlighted us and uh yes weekly uh which is a local news thing um we're gonna be on punkers tv um i paid them 30 pounds um who else there's something dollars another in american it is. Money. It's very interesting to learn all these things um, just <laughs> to put out music. I will go on the record of saying, and I don't know, I'm sure record labels listen, like, because I make it very apparent on my Facebook that I am a part of the Camel City Blackouts, my band, and this. And I'm sure they listen to this. And let me just tell you, I will be so mad if nobody fucking calls us. I'll be so mad. I've put in so much work to get people to notice punk rock cats played us like we are really doing better overseas than we are over here. There's a lot of overseas places. Just like this podcast is in a lot of ways. Yeah. Well, California and overseas are better. And uh, we got something coming out in Jersey soon, which is like East Coast. So yeah, that's also a a whole different world. Yeah. So um yeah it's my experience this is a learning experience for me but my advice to anybody who's out doing music is social media i was told was huge and like a lot of record labels filed that so i started pursuing that i started adding people on instagram instagram was like you've added too many people which this podcast has ran into um as soon as you get over <laughs> a thousand they're like nah bitch you can't add no more 
So you got to make house calls and you just got to reach out to anybody and everybody, but you got to make sure your product's good. Right. I've heard a lot of bands and I'm like, yeah, I'm better than these bands. And that's, that's fucked up to say, but I mean, that's my opinion and I'll stick with it. So, um, yeah, we got an EP coming out with some of our old songs, Masters Boy Rooftops. Two um, of my favorites. Yeah, I think those did really well. Two of the only ones I know how to play. Oh, yeah, that's I true. <laughs> um, and then um, I'm working on three songs right now that it's going to be. One's completely finished, one's about 90% finished, and one's like 60% finished. So we're just going to do EPs the whole time. Hell yeah. It sounds like it's really taken off. It is. It's very weird that I could have done this the whole time, but instead I've just waited. Well, interesting. The whole fucking time. Hey, but we all wait till we're in our early to mid thirties to, to truly realize. I'm in my early twenties. That's what I tell the kids, right? Exactly. We did a new music video too. We went out to Blue Ridge Parkway. The Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah. It ended up being really cool. It was like an hour drive. I can't wait to see it. Anyways, seriously, forward, forward anything on, forward anything band related onto me. I'll post it on ours as well. I'll post our stuff. I need to post our stuff on my stuff to be like, hey, this is what we're doing. Hey, we're also, we talk about movies, TV shows, video games, and dick jokes for an hour and a half every week. I feel like well. we just started this whole so, podcast over. Yeah, we did. We we're only eight minutes it. into it. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm learning as I go, and it's kind of fun. I enjoy being DIY. I wouldn't be opposed to signing with a record label, but I wouldn't want to. Uh, there's some that I would definitely want to be in fat records, epitaph, um, hellcat records. And I think those are the big three for me. Those are like the ones that I really like growing up. Little punkers, punk, uh, album droppers, maybe yeah. fueled by ramen. That might be fun. I don't know. I like panic at disco. Yeah. $44, 30 pounds. Hey man, the American dollar just doesn't do like it used to. <laughs> um, okay. Jake, what's going on in your life? Well, Ryan, I've been watching this Mortal Kombat trailer. Oh, so you're going straight to the news. <laughs> yeah, there's not too much to talk about. I bought a new computer because you know what? But you got some keyboards that light up. And if you have yeah. epilepsy, then you're fucked. <laughs> I've been spending money that I probably shouldn't have. But you know what? I've been having my eye on the new M1 Max. And since I'm a I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's too rich for my blood. I can Apple, tell you. Apple's making their own silicon chips. And- a silicon yeah. They're silicon chips. Yeah. Silicon. They, this <laughs> Mac has two big old titties on the other underside of it. It does. Ooh. But yeah, they're, they're, really, they're really fast, really fun. Uh, I got one last week and I'm really enjoying it. I got a big old clacky keyboard so that my girlfriend is really annoyed when I have to type for long. Oh, yeah, time. dude. Yeah. So I can't I can't a lot of big dick energy <laughs> when you place your yeah. fingers on those. So keys. not so not only do I have a really loud mechanical keyboard, I also have to cement my ultimate fuckhead status. It's got RGB lighting. And it's got a million different RGB. It's compact, too. I was surprised how small it was. Yeah, no number pad. That's it's what like said. I didn't have a number pad. 85. That's why. 85% of a normal keyboard. Oh my God. What it is. Hang on. I'm looking at this right now. Yeah. Yeah. I got to have the number pad. You've got every letter in the English language, but you've also got a row of numbers and you've got like your, you've got your Mac functional keys, but there's also, as you can hear by. Yeah. I would take these keys out and I would give myself (laughs) the key typing. It's, it's more similar to like calculator. I'm way quicker on that than the, uh, row of keys i've got one that's got that um well you got like a couple of those i I've mean got, you're over here like i have three out, i have four keyboards now man, a man like with four keyboards <laughs> i broke it over your head you wouldn't even feel it 
but yeah it's fair the you know the old good old key cron key two. uh the cool thing about this is it comes with a little tool that it's got it you can pair this with mac and windows things and there's so you can it will you can literally go underneath these plop these off and they come with like windows things too so you can put the windows keys on there's a switch on the side and it can work with windows it works with like oh, that's three, cool. three different devices so all you, what do you mean three do, different devices what's the third i've got a work computer and a personal one so oh you, you mean for your the, devices not for yeah. the keyboard i was like what you else does the, this keyboard do does it yeah. turn into a bumblebee it does it, it can also suck you off it, but oh, that's okay. all, only if you hit the secret key which yeah. i haven't found yet it's definitely not this big red one. one the red one's the one everybody wants to touch yeah it's so definitely lit. not that one so unless you want to get sucked off definitely don't hit this red i want to press the shit whatever out you one. do don't hit this red key unless you're ready for it is oh, what man. i'm saying <laughs> you know this uh this weekend i looked up like sex toys uh for dudes the vibrator <laughs> for, ones for and apparently they're not good there's this one that like holds your dick and then like like a it like licks on your balls but you had to hold it there and everybody was giving it like negative reviews and there's one that goes over the top of your dick and like uh like a um octopus like with its yeah. arms and tentacles terrifying yeah not i don't horny. know how i feel about that either it wouldn't be horny at all if a fucking octopus just yeah, walked up on you i don't know why that popped in my head but it did and it just astounds me that you know this is where we are with yeah. male sex toys why aren't yeah. we further in the world right we got now? a long way to go we got a long way to go I mean, until cancer. there's like male birth control too yeah honestly yeah. i'd probably take that would you why would you not it always i mean make, i take allergy pills in the morning sure fuck it yeah why would you not take the bullets out of a gun instead of wearing a bulletproof vest Ooh, <laughs> hit him with that knowledge it just makes more sense to me but hey probably not possible or profitable i don't know Anyways, let's move. Let's move on to the news, Ryan. Um, can let's I talk- go back to one thing? <laughs> one no, thing. We we move forward. I looked this up I'm this just morning. What, what's up? <laughs> so my band, two of our songs are posted, and if you go Google us, there's this thing called Song BPM, and it gives like For the tempo. Yeah, it gives tempo, duration, the key the songs in, and like this song is like Miley is a moody song. By the Campbell City Blackouts with a tempo of 94 BPM. It can also be used double time at 188 BPM. The track runs 3 minutes and 33 seconds long with a D key in a major mode. It has high energy and is not very danceable with a time signature of 4 beats per bar. I saw this today. I was like, what is this? How do they know this? Why is it only two songs? That it, it, I don't know. That threw me for a loop. Two completely random ones too. That you just be like, why did they yeah, choose? Was, why did those two get analyzed? It was Hope and Miley from Possession. Which one is danceable? I thought is that, really what I want to know. Yeah, I thought that Waiting for a Lover would be more of a danceable one, but I mean, yeah. whatever. It's got a bit of a swing to it though. Especially yeah, in the it chorus. does. And but it just blows my mind. Interesting. It is, man. Yeah, I never would have thought that, especially one that's not danceable. I like that they said. They added that in. Like, <laughs> not dance well. It's like, well, how do you know? Have you uh, listened to this or you're just going by like whatever? Well, speaking of not danceable, we have some sad news this week and that Daft Punk have broken up after not releasing an album for eight years. Uh, they've apparently decided to call it quits after 28 years. Oh, yeah. yeah the world will fucking live. eh? <laughs> uh, I am a little bit bummed on that because that rumored Tron sequel, I was seriously hoping they'd get together for that again to do the soundtrack for it. But 
Why wouldn't they? Maybe I'm they've sure. already done it. Maybe they, yeah, they maybe they've already done it, right? Coronavirus. They very well might have. You know how Disney is with their secrets. <laughs> they don't like to tell. Yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure, I'm sure if Disney came calling for a Tron sequel and they're like, hey guys, you want to get the band back together for certain for millions nah, of dollars? <laughs> I'm sure they could probably Why manage it. So if Blink 182 can record an album in three different locations surely daft punk can get together to score a movie <laughs> you know my buddy derek told me that apparently it was fat mike and maybe matt skiba was sitting there because he couldn't remember but apparently blink 22 doesn't really talk to matt skiba that much that would be sad if that was the case yeah and then like there was recently this tiktok that on our way to um uh blue ridge parkway um Apparently, Tom and Mark did a TikTok where he was like singing, don't waste your time on me. You're already the voice inside my yet. Yet. And then like Mark responded, I think there's something shady going on. And I think that Tom isn't as crazy as people think he is because he proved aliens are real. <laughs> he cut. <laughs> He sort of did, though. And people were like, dude, you're fucking nuts. You've lost it because you were talking about fucking dogs in the ass. And now you're like, yeah, aliens. And people were like, dude, fuck you. You're not real. And then it was real. And now he's like, yeah, Matt Skiba is just doing my job. Let me be honest. I worship the ground that Matt Skiba walks on. I absolutely love him. Matt who? Matt Skiba. (laughs) But I do think the Blink classic lineup is Travis, Mark, and Tom right it's the you Travis Mark and Tom show yeah you can't beat you can't beat that honestly but the same thing way Alkaline Trio couldn't beat like Matt Skiba Dan and Grant or uh, Derek Grant and Dan Adriano that's the name and um, I don't know I just that's weird to me and I think Tom will end up being back in Blink and I think Matt Skiba is just enjoying the time I heard from somebody that we recorded with that Matt Skiba has three rooms, a workout room, a room where he can like get his eat on and like another room. I don't know what the other room is. Oh, a guitar room. The other room. I want to get to like that. What's in the other room. I would love to get to that. I would love to get the part of that where we don't have to talk to each other. We each have, we show up to record the podcast. And we yeah. have a workout room, an eating room, and then we have a rim job room. Well, I think everybody should all, have. We all those. collectively should have these three rooms. Exactly. You can be in these rooms and get your eat on or guitar room or bass room, drum room. I think the problem with bands is that like they just kind of like start going opposite ways. Yeah, I understand privacy, but there's you got to treat it like a relationship. You can't be so private and like. It takes away from the music. Yeah, eventually you got to talk to each other. Yeah, fuck it. You got to, you know, see somebody's dick a little bit, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's Amen, bro. The number one way of getting closer with somebody is seeing their dick. Seeing their dick. I 100% once agree. Once you've accomplished that, you're like, there are no more secrets to be had here. Yeah, it's kind of like, hey, is that cancerous, that mole there on your penis? You should probably get that checked out. Yeah, that's that's somebody I'm I want trying to be funny. I'm, confers- I'm con- honestly concerned about you, man. Yeah, that's legit. Check up with your medical practitioner. Yeah. Amen. You might have something going on. With your health care provider. Yeah. Okay, so. Everybody get checked for testicular cancer after 25 because it's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, <laughs> so let's go into the news because we're, <laughs> we're going that here. health care announcement. Um, Don't you love how we're on weeks where we're like, 
Uh, well, there's not that much to talk about, and then we just waste 20 minutes talking about. But we're really fucking good at it. Maybe we just go back and forth. Maybe let your doctor touch your balls because they might notice something you haven't. Yeah, that's weird because I only touch a shaft. Um, right, I never touch the balls. That's gay. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm just kidding. You're, you are. Um. Fa- uh, okay. So, Mortal Kombat, the new trailer. Let me just tell you, I am super stoked. I am so stoked about the Mortal Kombat. I don't see Noob Cybot in here because he's like the easiest character, and I played as him so many times. Up t- or down, up or up down, where you could just like go up the screen and pick somebody up and fuck them up. I enjoyed that. Sub Zero is like my second favorite character, and he's like the bad guy. So I'm super stoked on this. Seen smokes in it, Goro's in it. Um, I didn't see Johnny Cage. Um, we've seen Scorpion. Um, who else? Sonya Blade. Kano might be a good guy. I, I'm assuming that it'll be some double cross there. Raiden's not in here, is he? No, Raiden's in there. Liu Kang, yeah, Kung Lao. Um, they show how Jax fucks his arms up because of uh Sub Zero. Um, Shang Tsung, uh, Shao Kahn. Shao Kahn looks like fucking huge. I am ready for this movie. I think it comes out um, in April. It's yes, and this is going to be another HBO Max slash wherever your movie theater is open dual release. Dude, so I'm so stoked. We're going to be all over this. So you're definitely you're, when we watch this, you may have to take the lead. Oh, I'll totally in terms do of it. lore and explaining what's going on, but. I don't know I'm if I def- can explain the lore. I'm definitely willing to give it a shot, though, because I know the Mortal Kombat series is a very in-depth, comp- complex, just spider's web of of lore. But there's fatalities galore. Yeah. Eleven games, eleven mainline games in. There's definitely you know oh. you got to have something going on and be able to spin that kind of story. So I went to go see my best friend like a couple of weeks ago. Him and his old lady broke up. And this is what we did to relive the moments of like our, our heyday. We listen to music and play Mortal Kombat. And I'm like, dude, Mortal Kombat's such a huge part of my growing up. I just thoroughly enjoy it. He's a Scorpion fan. I'm a Sub-Zero guy. Uh, Noob Cybot first, though. Um, okay. Speak, speaking of cybernetic hu- humanoids. Uh, Facebook and Mark Zuckerberg has apparently banned certain news posts from feeds in Australia. It says all feeds in Australia. So this is something interesting that's been going on in Australia is that they apparently have had some recent interesting laws passed in terms of Googling search history and other things. And so Facebook has chosen to block all Australian international news from feeds of its Australian users as the company is continuing to escalate its opposition to these proposed new laws that will require tech companies to pay for the journalism they display. So go to DuckDuckGo. Yeah, apparently. And so this has led to, like I said, stuff with Google search is which is in it, which IGN has described as inextricably intertwined with news and publishers that do not provide their content. On the other hand, publishers willingly choose to post news on Facebook as it allows them to sell more subscriptions, grow their audiences and increase advertising revenue. Uh, So basically Zuckerberg uh, wants his money. And when he can't get his money, he's like, fuck you, Australia. Uh, Basically that's how it comes out. I think Zuckerberg's on his way out with Facebook, man. Look at this. Facebook's dying. As Australians would probably call him, look at this fucking cyborg cunt. 
with his weird face. Maybe a Vegemite just sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and we've lost any Australian licious we just had by referencing There's, work. They understand that and they dig it. Um, Marvel Studios gets the Punisher and Jessica Jones back and they just recently got, um, they got rid of Daredevil. <laughs> no Iron Fist, right? Iron Fist apparently shit the bed. Oh, apparently they will get that one back. I am excited. Okay, so back to a couple of weeks ago, wherever like all these fucking bastards who went to the Capitol were waving like the Punisher shit, and they're like, "Hey, in the Punisher, I will fucking murder you if you in the Punisher." The Punisher has so much potential. You don't end the Punisher. The Punisher ends you. Amen, dude. Uh, Jessica <laughs> Jones, that bitch next door, or whatever that girl was in, um, Ritter. What's her name? Jessica Ritter. Jessica Ritter, yeah. And she was also a heroin addict who died, choked on and vomit. And, uh, in Breaking Bad. Yeah. So I enjoy her. I would actually like to see both these actor and actresses come back. I think I, both of them are cool. I think so. And, you know, based on some of the stuff we've seen so far in WandaVision where they flirted with it, I wouldn't be surprised. They if, definitely brought back Quicksilver yeah, from the X-Men. If we brought back, if we entered the multiverse to bring some of these crossovers back into the, um, Which, the main Marvel time frame. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. No, please uh, do. Um, so, okay. Quick note. Spider-Man. Tom Holland called, um, made a joke and was like, uh, these are the new possible trailer or names for the Spider-Man yeah, movie. Spider-Man all- Phone Home, Spy- <laughs> Spider-Man Home Wrecker, and Spider-Man Home Slice. Oh, man. But- all of these, Tom Holland, Jacob Badalon, and Zendaya were just trolling us with all these fake Photoshop titles. Fucking liars. But yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be the official title. And I think it has to do with the multiverse. Like, I think he's going to fall into the multiverse and he can't go back. And that's going to be like in this one, he cannot go back home. But I think eventually he will be able to go back. Probably. It's going to be like the Spider-Verse. And this ties into other stuff we've heard about Doctor Strange becoming the basically pseudo father figure for Peter Parker. Or even like uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back. And the, would, like all the supporting cast, absolutely open the door for that kind of thing. And I think that's exciting. I I hope that will be a good movie because from all of the things that we've heard, it certainly sounds like they're shooting for something pretty ambitious. And I hope, I really do hope that they pull it off. Because if they don't, and it kind of sucks, it'll be a bummer. But I I and that's think, not a good way to end a trilogy. I think looking at will, you, Batman. I think it will at least be okay. I don't think he'll have to fly outside of town over a frozen lake and drop a nuclear bomb and then show up in Italy at a coffee shop a little bit later. Yeah. And they'd be like, hey, be like, you know, I was pretty sad when I thought you did, but you know, how many movies do you think they're going to make of this Spider-Man? This is like the third by himself. He's a younger guy, but I mean, he's getting up there. What is he like? 26. Probably. I think it's going to be difficult for them to keep doing more of these. You're going to have to introduce miles (laughs) at some point. You're going to have to pass the torch. Honestly, after playing mild, the miles Morales game, I can't help but think that he's a much more interesting character and much more well acted. The voice actor that that plays him, that's played him in the animated stuff and the video games is really good. And I think it's just a more compelling, more interesting character. And that's Except re- for his costumes. His I cra- just that's the only thing that's his lacking costumes suck to me. So <laughs> they're not they're not as not as good. But as far as Peter Parker, I think Miles Morales is more interesting. I'm sorry, but it's 
Just that I've, we've seen his origin story. We've seen things. like four or five origin stories in the last how many years? Like, of course, we're tired of that shit. You, we've heard <laughs> Peter Parker's name, but I will say that I am fond of the Tobey Maguire first movie and uh, the Andrew Garfield first but movie. We're, good. Also, we're also rumored to get Alfred Alfred Molina's Doc Ock back in this particular remake as well. There's or, also inclusion. Where yeah. It can't be like just some white nerdy teen. Like it's all fun. I, I, I think that the first Spider-Man game oh. that I played was better. Well, my watch heard me, overheard my cries and has put a reminder to get Alfred Merlina back for the new Spider-Man movie. So since this is in my calendar, I have to do it now. Yeah. So you're working on that for them? I'm working on it now. I'll probably That's get... Kudos. I'll probably get like a... Um, <laughs> I'll probably get reminded at like 6 a.m. every day for the next five days until i figure out how to turn that reminder off but i got faith in you baby doll i have to get alfred molina back to play doc ock you are the only hope for those movies that's very good well ryan other things that are that were and might be once again apparently silent hill is considering uh rebooting uh konami is has looked into it and they're like hey you know what Maybe we'll maybe we'll take a shot at this. Who who knows? So in other news, uh, <laughs> Sasha Kelly is going to play Supergirl. She's uh, a Latina. Yep, and you know, there's no question not. about that. And she's definitely gonna be the first Latina live action Supergirl uh, to play the character behind you know the curtain. What? We totally fucked this one up beforehand. That's no. why we're laughing because we're just <laughs> Ryan. Had a we, bit, I fucked it a little up bit so too hard. much to drink. We're not gonna repeat what he said, but yeah, god damn it! I yeah. definitely said salsa. <laughs> but it's mostly because well, you that were, was it's mostly because read. you were hungry and you were talking about what you were going to eat afterwards. No, it's just because I'm an idiot and I couldn't say salsa. I said salsa. Yep. Well, but oddly enough, she is a Latina who is going to be in the new uh, Supergirl. I are these are these characters really taking off? Honestly, I enjoy the inclusion. But like, is this CW? I mean, is that really taking off? Like, I uh, they had Ruby Rose, and then the, I forget who the new Batgirl is. I know that she. They have uh, had a lot of turnover in these. I hope that at least in the way that the DC universe is progressing, we're getting a lot of these spinoffs. We're getting a lot of a lot more um, inclusion and stuff. Yeah, I, I don't like care that, who you are. I just want you to be a, a yeah, good actor, or actress. I like that it's not connected. So you know what? If they're like, "Hey, we're gonna they're do gonna fucking do that something like on. something like this," and then we're gonna do Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker, but he's wearing big underpants and sitting in a fridge. And Why would he be sitting not, in a fridge? Because he did that in the movie, and everyone's like Oscar worthy. He sat in a fridge. <laughs> yeah, he got in his underpants and sat in a fridge in that movie, and everyone's like, "Give him a fucking Oscar." I don't remember that. Yeah, well, that definitely happened in Joker. That's gonna make if you don't remember it. Go small. back and listen to episode forty-five of this podcast where Maybe we talk I just about watch the movie. <laughs> where we talk about Joaquin Phoenix's big tidy whities and when he sat in that big. Oh yeah, he did. I remember him in tidy whities. I don't remember sat, the freezer though. He was in tidy whities in multiple scenes, and he definitely sat in a fridge for a little bit of time. Like an actual refrigerator, like a big refrigerator, like like he's, a one he's, at a store. He's skinny. No, it was one of his shitty apartment. His shitty. This definitely isn't New York in the 1980s apartment. I can't remember. Yep. Um. 
by the way, The Rock might run for president. Oh, thank God. I feel like if you're anybody, you can just do it. Like, who gives a shit? It's a popularity contest. Nothing matters. America's going to hell. You don't need political If you've been on TV before, if you have a recognizable face, people are like, you know what? Even the politicians suck. Maybe The Rock's more of a people guy. But at the same time, I don't think The Rock would be prepared for that kind of shit. Because, yeah. I mean... You can't work out all the time like you want to or eat all the flapjacks like you want to because I know he eats a lot of flapjacks if and I know rock, it works out. Picture this. If The Rock ran for president, we could finally get campaign ads where a presidential candidate throws a chain over a helicopter and pulls it out of the sky. With yeah, his what bare the fuck hands. is that shit? <laughs> I, for one, would be all for that. I'd be like, I don't see Joe Biden throwing a chain over a helicopter that's because he's too tired to he's sleepy joe yeah he's not sleepy joe who really doesn't seem that sleepy and then there's the rock who is definitely not on awake the rock's awake steroids he's woke steroids dwayne (laughs) i just did i just to me i i I like the rock i think he's a good guy have nothing against him um probably shouldn't be president if we're being honest. i i mean it's kind of like arnold schwarzenegger in like uh california or jesse ventura in like utah or wherever the fuck he did we need somebody who's like smart and politician but we Minnesota, don't need somebody Minnesota. who's a fucking rat like most politicians so maybe that's what people were thinking like why not bernie sanders like <laughs> god he's got, he's got those mittens he cares about people he's old it's, it's kind of, I think it's past Bernie's time at this point. Yeah, he's about 80, 81. Yeah. We need to move on from old white people. Probably. We need somebody that's more uh, uh, more in tune with the world. But at the same time, I don't think that we should just <laughs> go had, pluck somebody that's like 35. And like, hey, yeah, you've done some time we've had in 40, the world. 45 out of 46 presidents have been old white dudes. <laughs> And Obama <laughs> still checked one box off. He was old. He was not old. How he old was, was he? Like 40. Was he 40? He was like 42 when he got elected president. So you're telling me that Obama is like 53 right now or uh, 55. I'm saying that. God, I'm saying that this 13, to- 13 years have passed since he oh, was God. since he was became president. This is going back to what we <laughs> talked about earlier. Like time is just such such a very i can't keep up with what's going on every time i think like hey that happened like a couple days ago nah bitch it happened like a year ago and i'm like oh no or like when i graduated from high school like oh yeah that wasn't that long ago that's gonna be 15 years this year you graduated in 2006 that's gonna be 15 years i graduated from high school in 2010 it's like I'm robbing the cradle by being on this podcast with you. <laughs> or maybe you're into older men. I don't know. I'm definitely talking about the definitely into talking about the rock with older men. <laughs> Apparently. Well, I mean, the rock looks good for his age. Let's let's be honest. You know, well, let, credit where credit is due. Soldier Boy is planning another video game console and why? 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 <laughs> what world do we live in? <laughs> Following it, I like that IGN begins their article and IGN famously not super hard hitting journalism. They the opening paragraph for this article is following a failed attempt in 2018. Rapper Soldier Boy, perhaps best known for his song Crank That. My boy's better tell them a Soldier Boy, close parentheses, is apparently gearing up to release another f- video game console. 
So he tweeted these coming soon. Another at Soldier Boy game. The Soldier Boy just dropped. You done told you game. The you newest tweet reads: They're building new consoles. Scratch all new design, all new games, all new deals. Let's make history. There ain't gonna be no history Jesus, to make he just how did he did this. <laughs> he ba- he basically built like a emulator. Did he get sued or something? Like I that? think he, because it was an emulator. He basically like you build your like fucking Raspberry Pis and stuff. It's just like basic PC parts and stuff that you build and then you can load other people's games on. That's basically all that console was. I wonder what this one's going to be like. It's going to be a blueberry pie. (laughs) That's the difference. Maybe a peach pie. Or maybe an apple pie. pie. Keep it American, you know? Maybe that's what he's trying to home in on. Um, Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead Netflix release date and poster revealed. Um, The poster kind of looks cool. It looks like a vault with all these hands trying to get out. At least five different hands try to get out from under there. And it says survivor takes all. We'll see what happens. So we know that it's set in a post-apocalyptic Las Vegas and Army of the Dead is going to give rise to a group of mercenaries who infiltrated the quarantine zone to raid a casino during a zombie outbreak. You know what? I don't mind that setup. I think that could... A little far-fetched for me. I'm a dumb with zombies. A little far-fetched. I'm, <laughs> I'm a much more down-to-earth person i don't believe that anyone can be vampires i don't believe that anyone can infiltrate a casino and possibly cause cause any kind of havoc doesn't seem logical to me my friend yeah well i like the casino setting i think that's kind of cool i agree that was Uh, what made oceans 11 and oceans 13 like fun right i don't know if it'll be any good but i like the idea and the setting at least so Uh, apparently a Chicago lawmaker wants to pay in Grand Theft Auto after a rise in carjackings. You Where know are we living at? Not Chicago, because uh, my car hasn't gotten stolen uh, recently. Well, we don't live in Chicago. That's right. Well, you know what? You're this prob- is the craziest thing I've ever fucked. seen. <laughs> like, that has nothing to do. That's just another. They don't even touch. teach you how to break into cars. In also, that game. GTA 5 came out in 2013. So let's. let's 2013 be- has been that long? <laughs> it's been Once eight, again. It's been wow. eight years. So, you know what? This is another out of touch politician being caught Ugh. talking about video games corrupting the youth when maybe it's your own. I'm going to strangle myself with this microphone cord yeah, so maybe- the world will. Maybe no. maybe the people that have been in charge of the city the for years people. should should take uh you know take responsibility and take action for the things that they've been letting slide for a while instead of blaming it on a video game franchise. Well, I mean, Chicago has a lot of crime in general, right? Right. And to be like, oh, I bet because of Grand Theft Auto, we got a more carjacking. Man, ain't nothing but some bu- bu- bullshit. Man, when GTA 5 came out in 2013, GTA Online's been going for a while, but still, fuck out of here with that. Yeah, <laughs> suck out of here. Um, Hogwarts Legacy delayed until 2022. Oh, oh you no. can't be Harry Potter for a while. Anthem <laughs> uh, development ends. I remember seeing the previews for this game like three years ago, and I was like, oh, that might be cool. And they're like, nah, bitch, this game's done. Yeah. Which is a little heartbreaking. Um, it's like Metroid coming back, but they've delayed it. Um, yep, PS you really hit me in the fields with that one. Yeah, that's like punching you in the balls, like you telling me that Ratchet and Clank's Jack and Jack and Dexter. <laughs> oh, never that never happened. Never forgive me for that one. Never. I'll kill you. Um, <laughs> PS5 Xbox Series X component shortage will be investigated by none other than President Joe Biden. 
You see, and we wondered why we voted for him. This is exactly what I was hoping would happen, where he was like, you know what? He reached out no, to well, me Let's personal. get down to the issues. You know? Let's get down to the issues. You want a PS5, you can't buy one. What can we do why? about that? Apparently, there's a worldwide shortage of semiconductors uh, brought on by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. It's been in the news. I don't know if you heard about that, but apparently I've, it's been it's been around. I feel like I've heard of that. Uh, apparently, it's uh, it's not surprisingly been detrimental to a lot of supply chain issues. And uh, the se- semiconductor shortage has been a big reason why that companies like Apple and Microsoft have basically gobbled up all of the semiconductors. And that's the reason they ate them surprise they've ate them all why would they eat shat them? them back out for oh, no real God, reason just why? it's like a power play that is still not delicious anyways scurry apple is one of the big reasons why there's a semiconductor shortage and that's part of the reason why uh iphone sales are up and you can't buy a ps5 or an xbox series s or x which is the more powerful one i think it's the x Whichever With extra comes last, S's on it. Yeah, whichever one comes last in the alphabet, that's the bigger one, right? Um, yeah, yeah that's, sure, why not? That's part of the reason why production has fallen so far behind on that. But an ongoing shortage that eventually will lead to a shortage of new computers being able to be manufactured, which will be an issue beyond the video game consoles. So I think that that particular article joe biden is actually looking into getting you a ps5 is may, maybe not quite quite accurate it's almost accurate joe biden get like we said joe biden better send me my ps5 is what i'm saying that's my hot take that long run up where you thought i was going to say something logical but then i would just brought You're back just illogical. the fact that I have to be on now in stock multiple times a day just to, for them to say, hey, there ain't no PS5s and you keep refreshing it. There ain't none. They ain't got none anywhere. <laughs> um, Avatar The Last Airbender franchise expanding with new animated movie. Dedicated studio. Um, my only experience with Avatar is that live action movie they did. Oh, that, let me, that was, was the worst version. <laughs> that was like fucking bubble as hell. I went to go see that with a friend and like a girlfriend at the time. That was one of the worst movies I've ever, ever fucking seen. I can't even really remember much about it. I mean, they made the characters maybe look like it. I know the airbender guy kind of looked like what I had seen on TV is a cartoon, but Dang. that was shit. Why? <laughs> I like how you said former girlfriend, just to, just to reiterate the point that this, that this live action movie ended your relationship with them. Yeah, point. I don't fuck around. That's how bad it was. That's right. Get it right. Get it tight. That's how bad it was that you picked a bad movie and you ended the relationship just to save face. Sometimes you just have to do what you got to. <laughs> you know? And that's the world I live in. Let them go. Um, GameStop stock. GameStop stock. This is like uh, salsa and Sasha. Yep. GameStop stock S- spikes. Why are they going to alliterate so hard there? <laughs> GameStop stock. Over 100%. GameStop again. stock piles. Over 100%. Which Joe Biden was also investigating. <laughs> I think this cunt plays video games is what I'm thinking about. Well, he's not a cunt. I mean, it could be a lot worse. Um, <laughs> Halo TV show moves from Showtime to Paramount Plus, which... 
Let me just tell you the big news from Paramount Plus today. That you didn't know that there was a Halo TV show? Nope, that Frasier's coming back, bitch. Oh! My favorite TV show of all time. Kelsey Grammer. We're going to have... Uh, so he... Uh, who else? Daphne <coughs> Moon. Who I'm just going to say the name. So the characters. Niles. Frasier. Uh, there will be no Marty. And... R.I.P. Uh, Roz. Yes, rest in peace. And there will be no Eddie. Damn. Um, so that's the big news. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 headed to PS5, Xbox Series X, and no, no, Nintendo Switch. Hell yeah. So if you can't wait to play that game, but it looks a little bit worse and runs a little bit worse, but you can take it on the go with you. Do it. Hell yeah. That just reminds me of the GBA days where it was like, oh, here's the spider, the official Spider-Man 2 game. Where you can fight Alfred Molina's Doc Ock, but it's going to look much, much worse. And it's basically a different game. Yeah. Ain't life grand. <laughs> um, I love that they're attempting that, though, because I honestly, I think that something like that should be able to run on the Switch. It's probably not going to look as good, but the fact that you could probably just take that anywhere with you, by anywhere, I mean play on the couch, play on the toilet. Take it back really to wherever. What you're saying is on the toilet. Take take it to the toilet. Take it back to the couch. Take it back to the toilet because you've clearly ate something that's not agreed with you. Put it back in the dock. Play it on the TV for five minutes. Take it back to the toilet because my God, what did I eat today that has really just upset my stomach? Let's fix. <laughs> take it back to the couch. There. Take it back to the dock. Maybe back to the toilet one more time. That's the Nintendo Switch for you. Check yourself before exactly. you wreck yourself, Jake. Uh, and since you got that new upgraded model that's got that better battery life, it'll last between all of those poops, is what I'm saying. Mine wouldn't last maybe two poops. I, not three or four. I, I definitely don't not. Poop. You'd have to put it back in the talk I don't multiple poop. times. I'm a, I, I've never pooped before in my life. Yeah, it's like we said earlier. I think we need to get checked out by a medical professional. <laughs> that kind of. <laughs> Where is the cat scan and probably just anything in between? Um, let's see what else we got here, Jacob. Um, so we got a new trailer where King Kong's fighting Godzilla in his natural domain underwater. Um, how are these fellows? His natural domain underwater. Yes. King Kong's natural domain is under the sea. You know, Godzilla's got some thunder thighs, man. I'm looking at this. I'm like, damn, that bitch is thick. <laughs> I think I would have fucked this big lizard. Yeah, dude. I'm like, damn. What if the movie ends with just them fucking? What if, <laughs> what if they just bit a fucking volcano? Oh god, I'm about to drop my glasses. Yeah, what if King Kong and Godzilla just end up getting together, and just fucking? They fucking sink the aircraft the carrier the because movie. they're rocking back and forth. Oh my god, when the when the aircrafts are rocking, don't come a knocking. But yeah, I'm just like, wow. What if that's a thing? What if that's a thing? Let it be a thing. Dear God, let it be a thing. We don't talk often, but God, please let this be a thing. Just let, let that happen. And that we're talking inclusion now because I assume both of these are gents. They might not be, though. I think They may not be. I but think I'm there's just... a controversial theory that since Godzilla lays eggs, Godzilla is female. And well, then I mean, a lot of people were so butthurt about that suggestion. Seahorses. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, of the sea. <laughs> that's right. Male seahorses that carry the eggs. There's a, a a cardinal that's half man, half woman. He's a hermaphrodite. Hermaphrodite. And, yeah, hermaphrodite. And if, you know, anything's possible. Just let that movie in with Godzilla and like fucking King Kong just pounding it out. <laughs> like the end of uh was that movie with Seth Rogen with the food? What was that movie called? Sausage Party. That's what I'm talking about. You know, everybody, everybody, Everything fucking was everybody. Just a big fucking grocery There's store an orgy, orgy of yeah. grocery store items. Yeah. Uh, moving to another orgy. Zack Snyder isn't getting paid for Snyder Cut reshoots. Costs seventy million dollars. <laughs> well, speaking of tooting your own horn and maybe somebody's getting paid, blue. making your own sausage. Yeah. Ew. Fuck that guy. <laughs> It just seems Zack so. Snyder. I feel like Josh Whedon is probably more of a fuck that guy. Yeah, but well, for different reasons. I think Zack Snyder's, well, Josh Whedon's ones are more obvious, but Zack Snyder just, I just, his fucking attitude about everything, his di- fucking edgelord shit, and just be like, oh, he's fucking Batman, and now he's wearing a coat, and here's the Joker, and he's got tattoos, and maybe he doesn't have tattoos. Well, he's I've still wearing s- makeup in the apocalypse. I've seen something where people were speculating that it's like a former Robin character that's <gasps> the Joker. Because they said at the end of the movie, supposedly they're saying that there's going to be this huge reveal. But I mean, the huge reveal, I don't know, will be as satisfying if there isn't conclusion at the end of this movie, right? Right, because apparently he's not going to be able to make more of these or unless it does well. Oh, it's going to do it's going to have to do well, and I think that it will do well. Just because fucking people have been hammering on about this for 5 years, they've got to watch it. If they have to watch it. If I it. watch this movie and I'm disappointed, I will never ever watch another Cider worse than the original justice league if you <laughs> we'll just hang ourselves if you actually spend six hours watching both of those cuts of that that movie and you're like you know what i think the first one's better <laughs> yes. i think i like the one that was two hours better than the one that was four hours long yeah god yeah maybe that's there's a, a reason a they watch, cut some of that it? shit out and made it two hours long <laughs> Yeah, because they made bad decisions. But there might have been multiple bad decisions on both parties. It certainly sounds like it. The fact that you have multiple versions of the same movie and one is twice as long. And then you you have the cyborg character apparently was not featured much in the first one, which is weird because he was a main character, right? Suppose supposedly, and then was just sidelined for multiple reasons. It sounds like a lot of offset, offset stuff. Ray Fisher is not interested in. He was very upset. Yeah, he, and he's, well, I think he might reprise it if there was someone else doing someone it. that's not Josh Whedon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. It certainly seems like it. Ryan, we don't have anything else in news, do we? Nope, that was the last bit of it. Let's talk a little bit, but we have sort of have a a split sort of thing going on. Sort of. I did not. So let me just go on and say that I said, hey, Jake, let's do Love and Monsters. And you were like, maybe we should do Britney Spears. And I was like, okay. And I said, in addition to, and you 
being. never responded. Exactly. So one so, of us watched both. One of us watched one. Yeah, but one of us is going to watch and, the other one. But now both of us are going to comment on both of these like we both watched them. So figure out who watched what and see I'm going to tell you. It out. I'm going to give you the hint yeah. that basically I did not watch anything because that was hinted at before. So um, framing Britney, the framing Britney Spears, the FX slash New York Times documentary that's what you can watch free on, on YouTube Hulu and on YouTube. Um, that's where I watched that shit because I couldn't find it on Hulu. Right. What'd you What'd you think about framing Britney? I mean, yeah, I get it. Who Who's who framed her? Her oh, dad. Well, obviously. I don't think anybody's <laughs> framed her. Um, I think that her dad's just taking over her shit and then like um, culture. I think the thing that I took most from this is how culture has changed in people's views of people. Because when Britney went crazy or whatever, in quotations, people were really bashing her for being crazy. But now mental health health is such a big thing that people are like, whoa, maybe you were the problem, which is true that they were the problem. But just in a short time, everything's changed. Shaved her head and stuff. And, you know, to be like, hey, I'm free of all this because you guys don't want to follow around a bald-headed chick. And, like, I don't know. It just... I understand it. And I kind of feel for Britney Spears a little bit more. And I think she's reaching out. And she's within these um, invisible glass prison walls but I, I don't know. I, I think I from I seen something Dr. Drew had said that if she got emancipated from her father and all this other stuff that it probably wouldn't be good for her because, you know, she's been sheltered. And I would also like to add that um, or she has some mental deficiency. I would like to add that a lot of people who are like 18 and 20 when they take off, like socially and media wise they never really grow up right you stay in that same zone because you never face the same hardships some, as anybody else in some ways yes and like your mentality may be a, slightly stuck in those days i think that for, first off this particular documentary i don't think it's i saw a lot of buzz on social media about this being like a groundbreaking thing i think the fact the story is interesting. I think it's a as a documentary, it's OK. Like it, it's decently competently made, but I don't think it's particularly anything groundbreaking in terms of storytelling. But I think that the story that it does tell is something that maybe to a wider audience isn't as well known. And that's, of course, the conservatorship that Britney Spears has been under since I think 2007, 08, basically that basically all of her well, they uh, sexualized finance, her too. Yeah. Financial decisions and stuff are controlled by her father mm-hmm. and some other lawyer who's now long, no longer a part of it from like the last year or so. But I think it's that Asian lady. It it was a man. Well, there was like some Asian and lady. It was, was like she went back and joined. And she couldn't speak of anything. She wound up. Yeah, she, I think she wound up. She she got interviewed for it, and then she wound up joining the thing. Like afterwards, after she gave the interview to it, but I think it it's it's a sad story in a lot of ways because 
it just kind of reflects the way that society will build somebody up and they also really, really enjoy seeing them have a, have a big old tumble, especially if you are a young and successful woman. I think this is absolutely something that is reflected of the time period that it happened. And a lot of what you said, Ryan, were mental health issues in 2006, 2007 were not exactly at the forefront of people's thoughts. Well, I think the girl probably does. I mean, how could you not have mental issues but I mean, in the same breath, how does your parents not have mental issues? Because you came from a fucking basically dirt poor, dirt poor background. Mm-hmm. Your daughter, who is from those clips that they showed, actually very, very talented. Not necessarily, absolutely kind of a product of this pop music, pop icon machine that manufactures this talent. But also, like, she genuinely was a really good singer, had a really good talent for it. But it she seems was an okay singer. It, it seems like she got kind of drafted into this kind of thing. Maybe before she was, maybe before she was ready. Um, and maybe her father in particular really saw an opportunity to cash in on the Which is weird. fame I, and popularity that she had. That is not within me. I, I know that because of my dogs and my cats. I wouldn't cash in. I think my dog is very handsome. And I think, I think that you should he, have way more followers than yeah, I do. You should. <laughs> and I just wouldn't exploit him like that. And I couldn't imagine exploiting some kid like that too just for my benefit fuck take me don't take them there was one particular quote that i know that they quoted from jamie spears and that was that i can't wait for my daughter to buy me a boat yeah what wow so apparently and when she well, was, he was gonna earn him a boat or something like that earn him a boat, something it was something along those lines but Apparently, her mother was very involved in going back and forth between Louisiana, Mississippi, and New York when she was uh, doing the Mickey Mouse Club, doing auditions for stuff like that. Uh, also, uh, she they there's a family friend who basically became her assistant in her early years. That, that lady seemed crazy in the beginning. Didn't she, she did seem a little bit crazy when she was like going through shoebox and being like, "Oh, this is from the fucking." She would just laugh randomly, and, and you're just like, mm, "Something's off about this woman." Yeah, which may be true either way, it, but still, maybe. But it seemed like she she definitely had some decent people around her in their early years, and then. I guess I think Pops took over and I think that's the problem. I think Pops is not a good character. I no. I think that speaking of Pops, the paparazzi, how do you how do you feel about (laughs) how do you feel about that song? That song is gold and that's playing everywhere. (laughs) How do you feel about the one particular dude from the paparazzi that is featured in this? Oh yeah, so there's a little Hispanic guy who is like yeah so we talked to Brittany that night that she shaved her head and stuff and she pretty much was like i don't want to see you guys and they were like well we thought for like the day or something like that yeah sure him and somebody else were going after her i think the paparazzi they were a little too much so let me back up a little bit paparazzi diana princess diana i remember my mom waking me up because Dodi Fayed had sped away from the paparazzi while Princess Diana was in the car. And in England, you're in an island. 
and paparazzi can be a good thing or bad thing. I think whenever you're first starting out, I think paparazzi they, is like a nice thing because it's new and people are giving you attention. But eventually sort of hint at that in this, that there's maybe a mutual relationship where they'd be like, hey, I'm going to be here, take some pictures and stuff. But eventually. Well, yeah. Brittany had had children and that's when things seemed in the documentary to turn when she didn't want to be photographed as much. And also there was a one ep, uh, part wherever she came out of a convenience store bathroom and they were just hounding her. And then after she shaved her head and she was riding with somebody, they just came up and just started taking pictures like right in front of a. Mm-hmm. I don't believe that's OK. I don't believe that this it's is okay. the umbrella where she was started beating uh, the guy's car. Yeah. Well, they were trying to do their thing and basically they were exploiting her and to be like, hey, you gas- beat up on my car. And I'm right. sure she had to pay for it at and, a gas station. Well, I'm just like, dude, you guys are fuckers. You guys deserve to rot in the deepest pit of hell. Honestly, this guy, I love that he comes on this documentary and attempts to save face in the way that he does, but he comes yeah, across tell him as, to go goddamn fuck himself. He's made enough money on like that picture, I'm sure. And, and he's abs- like, it really just sucks you in. I couldn't help it. You know what? That's what the same thing people at the Capitol stormed it were saying. But guess what? Those bitches are getting arrested and shit like that. Fuck you. He is just an. He comes across as an absolute fuckhead. The more he speaks, where he's just like, yeah, he's asinine. This is a job, and you know what? Like, you know, there's a there's a give and take between celebrities and paparazzi, and you know, sometimes it's like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna be here. Come photograph me. And other times we just stalk them around all day, and then they get they like they're kind of okay with it, and then they get irritated, and then all of a sudden they're they're beating the side of your car in, and you're upset about it. Like, Where? what the fuck did you think was going to happen, man? Yeah, that guy's a fucking <laughs> dick. Honestly, like, the, He's more the, idiot. the more this guy talked, it was just absolutely unbelievable the ways that he was trying to save, to save face in this. And I don't think he did himself any favors in coming on this documentary and trying to explain his point of view. You are hounding somebody. And just basically, you and all the rest of your fuckhead friends really seem to contribute to drive this fuckhead friends person that was already in a very emotionally vulnerable point of their life to just about the breaking point, and then be like, "Oh, I guess she's guess she's a crazy bitch." Like it's just that but you fuck of- so good, I'm on top of it <laughs> when a dream. All right, I'm Buck. doing you all night. All right, Buck Cherry. But the point the point being that <laughs> sorry, did I say it's- that? It really does reflect like where things were 15 years ago and where things are now. And I think that probably the more refreshing thing is that maybe she's starting to finally take control of her life with like her Instagram accounts and stuff. I know that there was. It was very ambiguous the way she was addressing people, but people caught on. There's a whole podcast that kind of started as a joke that was referencing her potentially sending coded messages in her Instagram posts. And also the fact that her Instagram account is a personal account rather than a business account, therefore not falling under the authority of her, um, her trust that she's a part of, which I thought was an, an interesting little tidbit of information as well. I, I don't know. I'm I'm torn on it because as a documentary, I don't think it's particularly groundbreaking. As a story, it fucking 
kind of sucks. <laughs> if I'm if I'm being honest, it's it's there's more to tell there than what this presents. I think that this could definitely have been like a short three four part series rather than an hour long hour hour and a half long. It could have been like the, uh, maybe not to the extent of the R Kelly thing, but it could have definitely been longer. I I think so too because there's there's a lot of stuff I remember just Brown purely that's not covered in even there. just purely from tabloid articles that I remember from 2006 2007 that that time period there's so much stuff that they don't go into I guess that they had the message that they were like her conservatorship and that's the story that they wanted to tell but if this were more of a Britney Spears anthology series. I would be a little bit more interested in that because I, as, as a like 10, 12 year old, 14 year old boy during a very formative time in my childhood, this was always something that was kind of like out there, but I didn't have all of the information necessarily available to me that I I do now. Well, why don't you think that she would go out there and just perform because she stopped performing in, um, and to kind of sandbag on her pops, um, why don't you think that she has not performed and just told the world, Hey, this is my story. This is what's going on. Because I feel like there would be a lot more backlash and better chance for her to escape. There has to be some kind of legal repercussions for this. It's the only real reason that I can, I can think of is that surely there is less to benefit for her personally by going absolutely public with this or there's, there's gotta be something going on there. Well, she had at the end of the show, I think she had like $60 million put into a bank and the bank would oversee that amount of money. Yeah. Which is a lot less money than I was expecting. That's more money than I'll make in my lifetime. Right. But it's not, it's an eye popping amount of money, but it's not, when you think about how popular she was in the early 2000s, that's not the kind of money that I was expecting to hear about. My, my wife said that she thought that Britney Spears might commit suicide. I don't think that's the case. I think she's been living with this for a long time, and I think she'll fight her way out of it. I think Pops will die first, and then we'll see what happens. I think Mom should be there f- to retain her stuff, because if Pops can be there, Mom should be there too. It's yeah, if you guys haven't watched it, it's it's an interesting story. It's a, it's a bit difficult for us to necessarily review it because it's it's a story that's kind of out there in the public persona. There's nothing that we well, can Well, it's really also see. very different, right? Yeah. It's it's not something that if you haven't heard of it, it's an interesting story. If you've heard of Britney Spears, which God help you if you haven't, but it's it's definitely an interesting it's an interesting watch. For me personally, as a documentary, I would want a little bit more from it just because I have a lot of questions and a lot of those questions were kind of raised because of this documentary, but they don't really bother to answer because I it felt rushed, especially in the second half where they were just like, ah, oh, she's a teenager and then she got popular and oh, then she had she shaved her head. Now her dad's in charge of her money. It really felt like they were just trying to just kind of skip ahead for like 10 years right at the very end of it. And I, I, that was. Yeah, it was. It really took off there. It yeah. was like all these hardships and horrors. <laughs> and then 
fast forwarded and still fell into the hardships and horrors, but at the same time, it was, I don't know. It's a, it's a hard one for sure. Um, but yeah, if you, if you guys haven't watched it, I, d- I definitely would rec- recommend it for sure. Um, the other thing I think Ryan, that we were attempting to watch or no, no, it was a movie called of, uh, of monsters and love monsters and love, I believe was just the title of it, um, with Dylan O'Brien. And I literally can't recognize any other cast members that are in this, but it is a fantastic little watch. If you guys haven't watched it, I, I will try not to spoil it for you, but. Uh, basically it's the basic setup of this is there is a dystopian future uh, where a asteroid comes, crashes to earth. It turns a lot of insects and other animals into big giant eating monsters. And it basically brings about the apocalypse. And so seven years on from that particular apocalyptic event, humanity is scattered in these little silos and communities that they call colonies. And they don't live on the surface for very, very long amounts of time because, as we said, I don't know, insects Do and they? bugs and stuff are giant and they will hunt you and they will kill you. They will eat you alive. Yeah. They're going to kill you, dude. Uh, it is a great movie. I, I, I almost don't want to talk about it any more than that. Just if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's honestly, it's, it's on the level of. We we have Greatness. watched certain movies in this podcast where we fully expected to make fun of them, like Happy Death Day, and, and which was things. actually really good. Yeah, and it's on the same level as that. Um, so I won't. I'll just give you guys a setup. Both for of it. them, one and two. There's a guy that you'll think is Woody Harrelson, but isn't Woody Harrelson? That's, that's Michael Roker. Yeah. If you've seen Zombieland two, uh, it's kind of on the same level as that. It's which we thought was a surprise for. Which was very, very good. Low expectations, high reward. It's very much an indie comedy action drama. So almost like four or five different genres Mm. melted into one. But based on how you described it, I thought maybe warm bodies. It's yeah, I've never you have not seen it. You said it was sort of similar to that. I don't know. I've never seen the Love of Monsters. It's very good. You're very good. Thank you. Uh, I recommend it very much. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys any more about it, but it's it's absolutely worth a watch. So uh, rent it if you can. I rented it on uh, app on iTunes for four ninety nine last oh, month. Oh, not bad. And I, it's definitely worth a watch. So if you haven't heard of it, if you haven't watched it, it's it's very very good. And uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I I don't want I don't want to talk about it too much if you haven't seen it. Because I haven't seen it. Yeah, but we can watch it next week. Yeah. It's, and it's very good. Let's just settle the score here. What are we going to do next week? What are we going to do next there's week? There's Tom and Jerry and there's Little Nightmares too. Oh boy. I think I'd rather do Little Nightmares. Okay, let's do Little Nightmares. Little Nightmares. It makes me feel better knowing what I got to do <laughs> prior. I told Megan I wouldn't get on social media this weekend because it's going to be me and her. And I've been really doing that hard for the band. And... uh yeah, yeah, well, maybe that's know. what I'll do well, instead. She she's got a, you got a video game to play instead. Yeah, I'm I'm very interested. I've seen a mod of like Woody and Buzz in it, and then like Elmer Fudd's been in it, and like some of the Simpsons characters. I I think that's that's kind of cooler to me because it's things I recognize, and I can be like, oh, it's not as bad as and dark is creepy. But there's two sides of my brain that are like I kind of 
like the dark and creepy. But I also like the things I'm used to. I think a dark and creepy stealth game re- implemented really well is super, super effective. And I and from what I've read, there's definitely a kind of ominous thing that at certain points you're going to have to run away from. And I think that that amount of tension and puzzle solving abilities, because apparently I love puzzles, puzzles, which I'm not super great at. So we'll see. I know. The DNA in Spider-Man. You'd be like, I fixed this whole, I finished the whole game. Be like, I get stuck on the first puzzle and then the thing killed me. I love puzzles. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not good at stealth. Personally, we talked about that trailer a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago, really. But it really looked, the art style was something that's really right up my alley. And I'm I'm excited to check that out for sure. I like the dark and dingy and I like that the character is a little... They seem like they're like weird, but those are the characters that you're playing with. It, it makes some cool. And then like you're running away from stuff like you're a mouse. Also, how nice is it that it's a new game that doesn't cost an absolute fortune? <laughs> yeah, it was only like 30 bucks. <laughs> no, it is a side scroller, but the art style, I think. It, I, what's the length of the game? Do you know? What's that? What's the length of the game? <sighs> I, I don't know how long it will necessarily take. I'm assuming probably five to ten hours long. Do you think it'd be that long? Maybe. It depends on how quick you can solve some of these puzzles, I'm assuming. I mean, Rai Rai is pretty good. Yeah, maybe you might beat it in five. Maybe mine will be like ten to fifteen. So we'll see. We'll com- I just compare enjoy puzzles, our- man. <laughs> I thought that I enjoyed puzzles, but oftentimes I find get find myself getting frustrated if something isn't communicated as clearly as I think that it should be. But yeah, it I'm, takes five hours to beat. All right. Well, we'll put that, six to seven. We'll put that to the test. Six to seven. I mean, I'll be like, I spent 20 hours on this and I'm not finished with it. <laughs> I tried to get the extras. I haven't talked to anybody else in four days. And I still not know. But I'm like, what else says no? All right, guys. So that's that's a documentary. That's a movie you guys need to watch, and that's what you need to look out for next week. So, yep, little nightmares, bitches. Ryan, anything else you want to add for this? Yeah, um, just tell everybody about us and the Campbell City blackouts, and I'm sure that I. There is a possibility that I will be seeing people in foreign lands at some point in my lifetime. So excited. Hopefully. And if, if record labels don't call us, I will murder them. Love you guys. All right, guys. Share the show with a friend. Uh, we certainly do appreciate it. Follow us on the socials if you want to. And as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Not not bitches. Until next time, folks. Not not bitches. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.